podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya. Yeah. Quédense tranquilas, aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Ah, yeah, it's the day trippers, and we're definitely not punching the head off each other tonight. Right, good evening. It's the podcast there. We've done the Periscope. We've done the Steve O did his Steve O interview. I think we just called it the Steve O interview. Steve O, Steve O chats. Steve O chats. Um, right, so up tonight, I, I, I actually, what was that pod about? <laughs> Does anyone remember? We started off with our cult Liverpool uh, favourite and we ended up punching the head off each other over Oxlade Chamberlain, right? So I think that was about as close as it is. And we also find out um, around how the best Liverpool can defend against Mkhitaryan next season. Uh, so in tonight, as you, uh, if you're on the Periscope, you want to know, so it was Andy, it was Jay, and it's Sean, and it's Steve and it's myself. So uh, give it a listen and I hope for all these new listeners who have tuned in after listening to this is not the James Pierce one well I know I put this out pretending it's the James Pierce one but it's not but you may as well keep listening anyway so uh, <laughs> the James Pierce one will be up next but if you keep listening by the end of this you might just get a secret James Pierce interview a secret one a secret James Pierce interview where he reveals how far along the Oxlade Chamberlain deal actually is okay 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 so we're on the pod now uh, we've done the periscope Stephen did an interview as well while we were doing the periscope and yeah. he just joined us for the end um, and tonight thankfully we don't have to talk about transfers all night so we're going to talk about transfers all night and um, we've got a match to talk about we're playing Tranmere and um, Jamie you look at all the Liverpool stuff who else are we playing? Wigan Wigan as well Wigan as well Wigan on Friday and we've a big we've, we've, a, guess. we've a big uh, <laughs> that wasn't bad that that was research that research that's for the pod there's a big news story as well Jay Spearing has been released by Bolton oh get and him back so sign him back yeah bring back Jay Scouts Nabi Kieta does that so uh, that's what I'm going to talk so in the bunker well it's not the, it's not really the bunker but we've got a bit upmarket we've got a table and microphones and we're all sitting around looking at each other in, in, in and the a nice round table yeah Sean pull, sit into the microphone I'm going to fuck a phone at your head okay <laughs> so, oh, okay Phil <laughs> over there okay <laughs> fucking relax there Phil alright I'll start down in a minute <laughs> that's very good <laughs> It's the hopeless board day, you know. Oh, yeah. 
Right. Uh, so anyway, lads, first up tonight, we, we'll get around to transfers because we all do. But following on from the Periscope, for anyone who hasn't watched the Periscope, watch the Periscope because the Periscope is the Periscope. Um, and we were discussing what was the favourite Liverpool player. That's that, no one else's favourite. That, that is no one else's real favourite. So basically your, your cult Liverpool player of all supporting time. Stephen. I'll oh, go to me first. I was trying to think there. Um, who do I, I, I like? Everybody liked certain players. Like I loved Marcus Babel. Absolutely loved Marcus Babel. I, I remember being. I was quite young when we signed Carl Heinz Riedler, but it was the thoughts of signing a Champions League winner when we and a World Cup winner. Yeah, and a World Cup winner. That was a big one as well. And I used to love Patrick Berger. Mm. Love Patrick Berger as well. Here's one on Carl Heinz Riedler. He used to live next door to me, Dad. Yeah, I used to peer over his fence, and he'd be doing like mad overhead kicks with his little lad. Oh yeah, the, yeah. That the house was with his little lad now. Or his, he had a couple <laughs> of lads. <laughs> Old Nicky doing overhead <laughs> kicks. <laughs> I've got a third leg, you know. <laughs> and his son used to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you hold the camera. I'm gonna do it on my little lad here. <laughs> little Carl, up for the ball. Ever seen Jackass when your man's hitting the baseball with his flute and yeah. throwing the ball? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jay. Uh, my favourite, yeah, I think I said it before, Stan Collymore. Stan. Uh, yeah, I remember going to watch Liverpool. Well, I remember his first goal. Um, it was against Sheffield Wednesday. He he got the ball turned and bent it into the far top corner. And then ever since then, I just kind of had a bit of a weird weird thing for him. And then I went to watch Liverpool versus Rochdale in the FA Cup at Anfield. It was only little. I think we won 7-0. He scored a couple of goals. I think he got sent off. But then ever since then, I've just always kind of stuck with him. Yeah. What massive wasted talent? Yeah, yeah it, that, that's fair. Like the season him and Fowler had up front was for the four seasons. And they hated each other as well. Absolutely, they were brilliant. In Who amazing. Colin Moore and Fowler didn't get on. I don't think anyone got on with Colin Moore. He's a bit of an oddball. I think. Mm. And I think that's been proven over time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the more would be from like the early nineties era when you kind of were only getting into football properly and you didn't really know who what a good player was. So you just kind of. Like the player for some you just reason, like the other player, than the fact that you, yeah, you could yeah, you can't even think back as to why. Like, so I used to like Don Hutchison. I used to like uh, David Speedy. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking David Speedy in my head. Uh, Rosenthal, yeah, yeah, uh, Big Ron, yeah, yeah. I, I used to love all these players. Like so fucking irrational. Mm. What about yeah. you, Phil? It's a it's a weird one, isn't it? Because we all like everyone has their own cult players. Really, I, I suppose Berger's a good show. I had this fucking red nap, red nap. Like yeah, to me, red nap was like. I oh, yeah, he, understand. he was our captain. Like I don't know. Yeah. You, I, love, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Jamie. Redding. He never he was, got the. He never got like, the adulation. He probably should have deserved. You love Cissé, did you? Yeah, Cissé, because he was kind of like the first. Like I loved Michael Allen. Obviously, when I was growing up, Michael Allen was like the. He was the golden boy, and then we hadn't really got we got Fowler back, but then Cissé was the first one and like number nine that we had. And I remember getting him on the back of my jersey, you know, when I was a kid. But, and I loved him. I always, yeah. I think, well, Cissé was, was a nice, nice guy. Yeah, yeah. and I loved yeah. him. I loved, Lord, Lord, you know Cissé. He, he was the first player I can remember mad into like doing charitable stuff. Like you know the way they're all at it now, like yeah. and they're all yeah, milking yeah. it, like sacrificing. He was like, it, yeah, he didn't even, like, I know he couldn't insta it, but all of a sudden, all of a sudden you were hearing things like, you know, she says out doing this for grannies. And <laughs> I loved them. Um, Wayne Rooney used to do a lot of that as well. <laughs> I loved uh, Yossi Benoyoun as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thought he was a great player. I tell you, I tell you, I think mine. Crouch, Crouch, I think mine is genuine. Well, 
But see, everyone did love him, but it, was, it, just, it still annoys me. This is, it's one of the reasons why I fucking despise Julio, right? But Yari Littman, we didn't. Yeah, we, yeah. we just wasted his time. Apparently, he was, now I, I was like, not old enough to know, but apparently he was unbelievable before he came to the yeah. And Barcelona. Yeah, like he was a ridiculous player. He was, supposed he to be was class. kind of like Riedler in the sense of you were signing this player. And uh, Morientes as well. Yeah. Morientes was another one that he'd had a great season at Monaco. And uh, it was they, coming towards they, having, having been let down loan. by Madrid. Yeah, he was. He was let was go. Like, Madrid said they didn't want him anymore. He'd spent the season on loan at Monaco. Had a really good season with them. We signed him, and I thought this is a like that was one of those ones you went. How did we get him? Yeah. How the fuck did we get him? And um, because you know at the time we weren't Champions League team. You know but we I mean? won it. Oh four, oh five. He was on the pitch because he couldn't celebrate. Is that right? Um, he couldn't play. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was. The when we won the, the Champions League, League he was there. Was yeah. he there? No. He, wasn't, he wasn't able to play. We signed him. Yeah, he, he was. We signed him in the winter window, and he'd already played in the Champions League or in the UEFA Cup or something no. like that. And he wasn't eligible to play. Because I remember him celebrating. Yeah, yeah I remember him he was, celebrating. He was, on the he was pitch. in Istanbul. Yeah, maybe I'm just slightly wrong in, in in terms of when he came on board. Yeah, you're probably you, you are right there. But yeah. no, he was a, he was just one that it just didn't work out. And, Yari Litmanen for me is just like you know when you sign a player. It's hard to like when people talk about you know a big signer. Yari Lippmann was a huge signing at the time. We yeah, were signing a lad yeah. from Barcelona who was undoubtedly world class. The AC Milan wanted to sign. Yeah. The other team, other big teams wanted to sign. It was like, we're, we're getting Yari Lippmann. This is us yeah. back, back in the big time. We're bringing a fella in who's just going to change the way we play. Because even at that stage, the Hulier thing was starting to get, you know, it was, it was a bit one dimensional. It was yeah, hesky, you know, and all. It was like, this is going to add a new dimension to this team. We're going to be comfortable in possession. We'll be able to break teams down. We won't be just looking to play the ball over the top and playing the counter all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, Yari Lippmann. And every, I remember every Liverpool fan going, Larry Lippmann, Yari Lippmann, greatest ever. And then Hulia just didn't like him. Yeah. Supposedly. Just didn't play him. Supposedly, Littman, he didn't like the fact that Lippmann was giving advice on the training ground. Yeah. That he was the one that should be doing the coaching and not the players. But that's classic in football, isn't it? Like, managers just have completely yeah. different tastes. Like, I know plenty of lads who've went over to England mm-hmm. and you were signed by one manager. And then shortly after they came in, that manager was sacked, and then the next. Well, Julia was notorious for signing fellas, and then just fucking like an Elke. Yeah, yeah, that was like bizarre. That was crazy. That, yeah. that, that he, he he was deadly though. Yeah. That'd be one of my biggest regrets, I think. Yeah, because yeah. we then went on to sign Alaj Juf. Yeah, and just the, I the think two though, he, get, he gets a bit just because of the way things went, he gets a bit, a bit of a rough. Time. Oh, who was deadly as well? Who else? No, he speaks a lot of sense. Oh, oh, did he not go a full season without scoring a Premier League goal? <laughs> the only Liverpool number nine I seen James Pearce actually saying the last week that he's the only Liverpool number nine to go a full season without scoring a goal. So, a late goal. What about Ricky Lambert? Scott, when he scored, he not, just not, never scored. Not in Anfield though. Now, Jesus. do you know who was deadly as well? Honcho, Stefan Honcho. Stefan Honcho, yeah, but yeah. I think, isn't he a cult hero in that? Like, ah, yeah. he is, yeah. Ah, yeah. He's a partnership. That's what I was thinking. I said Crouch, like, if Crouch was fucking, say, Brazilian and a, and a full shorter, he probably would have been revered way higher than he was because he doesn't look like the type of footballer, but he was fucking, it took him a while to get going, but. And yeah. was overhead in the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a hat-trick yeah. against Arsenal. I, I was at that game, that Arsenal yeah. match. Yeah. He was fucking. I was there with Graham Doyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember his Doyle opening got his very first goal for Liverpool? Against the, uh, the was Wigan. Wigan. The volley. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he hadn't like, scored for 12 games. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everyone Kirkland, he beat Kirkland. Do you not remember? The best bit about this is, 
the deflection changes the whole trajectory yeah, of the ball. It wasn't, it wasn't going, going in. in. It was going nowhere right? near it. And everyone, everyone was begging, no, 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 it was on target. And the rules are, if the shot's on target, then it's not an own yeah. goal. It wasn't like, taken off him either. No, it, wasn't, it was left with him. Like, I nearly even gave stole. the dubious goals committee 50 quid to let us slide. <laughs> <laughs> Say nothing, boys. Yeah. Crowdsy is a good one. Um, David Speedy is, is, is a mad show. I, 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 yeah. He was in my head. I think he was only there for a year or something like that. What year was that? I don't remember That was the last. That was the last year Dog Leash in charge the first time around. Oh no, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, no, I think it was ninety. Yeah, uh, that was my first game in Anfield uh, against Boers in '91. We were champions, so mm. I was around then. Another great show, Maxi Rodriguez. Maxi, oh, he was a big uh, fan yeah, favorite. Uh, I think. I think Maxi's hero. Yeah, well, like, even like Luis Garcia. When, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, and he had the best. Song ever. Come here, if you he had the song, best song ever. Nobody's come up with a better song than the Maxi. To have the fucking the what was the Harpy? Harpy. Yeah, the team tune of Harpy to Maxi. Nobody scored like fucking. Two had three hatchets in a row, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think and, I think Andy a bit like this, had the Suarez goal going in. When we came up with the Maxi Rodriguez song, then the Liverpool fans decided they weren't going to sing anymore. They couldn't come up with a better song yeah, than that. Yeah. So just said, That's it. it wasn't Don't. the most inventive or anything like that. But it was the it was, it was one you could sing for ninety minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody loves singing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I used to sing it all the time walking around. Did it, did like, it, yeah. Did he leave too early? Like Ring of Fire as well. You know, just became so. Rogers let him go, did he? No. Doug Lee sold him because he brought in Stuart Downey. Yeah. Whoever came up with that song is Ring genius. Fire? No. Oh, the Maxi Rodriguez. Maxi, yeah. If it was you, get in touch with us. <laughs> Do, yeah, and yeah. come on and, and we'll sing it to you. Yeah. Football songs are going to shock now. Well, Andy, it's all like, they're all kind of in this, this fucking, uh, we've got Poyet, we've got Ozil, we've got Ali. It's all the same show you know. But then it's it not original this, anymore. This mm. Liverpool thing that they, like if we try something new or somebody does a new song, oh, it's Wulla. No, I can't do that. Uh, the best one I ever no, heard I was um, Nemo the City fans. It depends on its Nemo. origin. Like if its origin yeah. is in the park or in Stanley or in, you know, it's somewhere. Yeah, it starts there, then it's accepted. Yeah. But if somebody writes it on Twitter, like. If 20 of us yeah, come to arrive yeah. on the bus and start singing, yeah. everybody goes. Like, I mean, I think, I think if you're a Norwegian. If you're a Norwegian. If you're a Norwegian. is and you yeah. come up with a song, you having a hope in hell. That one that was good, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the scene that the Reggae one, like, I think it was like Saturday night. Yeah, go on, sing, sing. Yeah, yeah. Go sing it there. I, don't, I can't remember. You do, no. I can't, I don't know. Saturday that. night and he cuts like inside and scores. Deep 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 Michael Jackson, Mama Say, Mama Say, Mama Say, they used to go, What a say, what a say from Brad Guzan. What a say, what a say from Brad Guzan. They didn't sing that much. <laughs> <laughs> they got to sing that twice a season. It wasn't a very well used. Even the Americans song. are going, yeah. Just because he's bald and his name is Brad doesn't make him fucking Friedel. Surely there's a fucking bin man that's now, a better goalkeeper. We? What? We haven't got any good. The Catania one's not bad. We've got the storage song. Ronaldo. Ronaldo is good. Ronaldo's deadly and there's a video going around at the end of the season I think it was from a pub in Liverpool and yeah. whole, the yeah, whole yeah. fucking place was bouncing with it that's a good one Mane yeah. needs a song doesn't he Jürgen Klopp's song is, Mane is, does is have a song what is it the Jürgen Klopp song is the business yeah. what is it it's to the life is life Jürgen no. Klopp la 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 but Mane's what's Mane's song it's Mane 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 Mane, Mane, Mane. Mane. <laughs> 
He's a fanny. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll score your goals. <laughs> I like that, Stephen. <laughs> Trademark that. Charlotte will have a song before a man, eh? Log it. Log it. Log it. Log it, Mark. Where, where would you like me to log it? On your space bar, dude. <laughs> on my space bar. Log it. Log it. Log Log it up here. There we go. It's locked. <laughs> Shove it up your bollocks. Now the five lamps. Hang your bollocks up. But Salah's going to be so easy because it's yeah, like Lala. Money songs. Yeah. Oh, money, money. Do, 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 do. Oh. Something like oh, that, it? isn't it? What is it, Ant? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why I haven't caught on yet. Just you saying there about, like, uh, you know, unfashionable players that you, you like and thinking of Honcho. Can you imagine what the reaction would be now if you signed the likes of Honcho? Honcho is a bit fit, uh, Van Dijk because we signed him from Blackburn and Blackburn weren't too bad at the time. See, see, uh, confirmed. Confirmed. But Ocho, Ocho, that t-shirt shop, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ocho, Ocho had a song. The Albert. Ocho had a song, do you remember? What? Ocho, 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 when they attack, he's always back, Ocho. Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember that one. Yeah. Now, there's no podcast around then, so I yeah. wouldn't know. Uh, Wasn't yeah. there a room where someone was doing a bit with his wife and that's why he left? Stefan on show. I can't remember who the player was. Probably you were here. I was a John Terry. Big fan of John. Big fan of John. Big fan of John Terry. What is wrong with you? Actually, fucking with John Terry. Arguably the best defender in Premier League history. No, no, actually, as much as he's an absolute prick, I hate him a prick. If he played, what are we basing the fact that he's a prick on? Like, what are we basing this on? He fucked his own teammates' wives, ex-wife. No, no, wife at the time. No, it was no, his ex-wife now. Thanks to that time. Ex-wife now. All right, that changes things. They were living together. That changes things. Fuck John Terry. Nearly as bad as that. And then, nearly as bad as that, I heard he cunt on him. Wayne Bridge got the boot out of the club for having his wife fucked. The audacity of him. How dare you report your captain and leader and legend. broke up. Can we verify that on the Google? We don't um, have to verify it on the Google. That's fact. <laughs> the fact that the matter is, huge, the cunt had really torn up to the he torn up to the opening of an envelope and yeah. a full kit as well. Like, you know what I mean? There's not a whole lot no, to look at. It also look good in the photos. I'm a fan yeah. of a photo. Well, I can here. appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but do you know what's good about him? Like, you wouldn't sign for another Premier League club because he can't, couldn't play against Chelsea. I don't know whether any of our players would be able to say that. Suarez um, said it today, but it was total spoof. You hear him? Yeah, because yeah, he knows I don't, he's not I don't, But I, t- I genuinely think Villa drew Chelsea in the FA Cup or something. He'd refuse to play. Yeah, listen, I, I could see... Bang it aside, he's everything you'd want in a football Yeah, no, player. no, no. He's a oh, wanker he's off deadly. the pitch. And the wanker parts of him on the pitch are exactly what you want in a player. I would take John Terry tomorrow. The John Terry of four years ago. I'd take him tomorrow. He is... Absolutely quality as a centre half. He really was. He was top, top notch. And he was racist. Well, he, allegedly. But, but so was See how he got the allegedly in there I think he just called Real Ferdinand's brother a cunt. He might have. I'm not sure that's exactly <laughs> no, what he no. said. I think, I think, I I think, think he admitted I think he said I know something people else. Who've been accused for less than that, to be honest with you. <laughs> Ew! Yeah, yeah. The googly eyes emoji. <laughs> Can we get this on the periscope? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> that ha- fucking that googly eyes emoji. All that, but like, I remember you getting accused of a very cheap one. Do you? And there was no apology. It still hasn't been. No. 
No, no, will there be? I feel I don't think, but I'm okay with that. You know what? We move on. I know, and you know what I like about it? I like the fact that we don't bring it up every two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do the eyes. I've seen a a great show earlier. I know all the way this show is going on with the way they're announcing players. The way all the fucking... Well, we've only announced one player, so... No, like... Uh, all that close. All that Chelsea's was bad, you see that? I've seen Chelsea's, but someone said if if, if Liverpool signed Van Dijk, they should get... Um, the camera pans around and Van Dijk's reading out the apology. Oh, yeah, sorry. That we wrote, yeah. and then the camera just pans around and Lucas just goes, Unlucky! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we sell Lucas. No. No. And and the fact that Lucas is in that video just ruins yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Why is he not sold already, yeah. says Phil? <laughs> if, if there was a Skype of Lucas somewhere yeah, in Brazil, yeah, yeah, yeah. hopefully the Amazon on a raft in a fucking piranha infested river. <laughs> on his ranch. And his legs bleeding, just dripping over the side, and the piranhas are going. <laughs> I want Lucas and, to stay. And, and then he goes, oh, mark, mark that on the pod, please. Let it be known that I want Lucas to stay. I think he's a valuable member of the squad. 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 The squad. It's Sorry, Phil. I've yeah, never changed. I'm not going to change my mind on this, mate. No, no matter how much you lot tell me that you hate him. I like Lucas. I, I never said I hate him. But hate I think, him, if, I the think... If, if the club want to progress, it's, Phil, it's Phil you have to. He's given me the death stare. I'm trying to hold back fucking a phone at your head. Okay, listen. Let's have let's have the conversation then here. Okay, he blocks the way for players like Ajaria and even yeah. players on the pitch. Exactly, that's the problem. Ajaria was good enough; he'd play. Uh, but the problem is, then you, it comes to a point whereby, okay, here's Default. the question: Rashford only got into the United team because of a massive injury uh, problem that they yep. had. Not down to if he's good enough, he'll play. He got in, he took his chance, and he stayed within the squad. And now he's seen as a reasonably integral part of that squad. Now, the same thing with Michael Owen. Michael Owen gets in and plays against Wimbledon because there's an injury yeah, but that's crisis that's just football, It is. My point is, if you don't clear away Deadwood, Deadwood and le- he can do a job for somebody. For us as a club who now want to move on, he's never been an integral part of any of our successful seasons. He's been an integral part of lots of unsuccessful seasons, yeah, yeah. but he's never been an integral part of any successful season that we've ever had. And I just, I don't hate the man. I think he's given a huge amount of his, his career to Liverpool. He has to be respected for that. People can like him, dislike him, whatever else. But I think naturally the time has come now for him to move on. And I don't think he would even disagree with that, to be honest. The time came from like three or four years ago. But even like though, he's, even he's, though, no, yeah, but you say that, but he came in last season and actually putting good performances and added value when he when he came in. But also did some crazy shit. He put loads of them did. <laughs> did anybody do anything? What was the, no, he did the what did the, he do that was the, the pass the Leicester, Leicester. Yeah, Okay, yeah. so the one thing. No, no, no. You said what's the craziest? Okay, so what? So what some of the others? What was no, some of the, the last five games he did. He he was in the squad and he done our. But, but I, does I, that not show that he has, yeah, has some value? He has got value, yeah, but yeah. I think what the boys are getting at is if we want to progress as a squad, he needs to be replaced with a player who is more capable in that position. Oh, that, no, I more. agree with that element. Yeah. If that, if that me means Lucas has to leave, his, then his good, his good performances were good for him. They weren't good for what we need now going into a, a season where we have to don't, do a little yeah, bit don't better. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, it's not that I'm like League. team Lucas and I don't like know Lucas could, team, Lucas yeah. would be a good play, play, uh, player to have around the, the squad that's, and all that. That's I kind of think if Lucas was four years older than... What's he now, 31? Yeah. Somewhere around there. I'm just that. guessing at that. I'm, I, he could be 33. I don't yeah, know. He's older than was he 22, 23 when we signed him? So he is, you know, I think he's about 30. If he was a year off retirement, or even two seasons off retirement. He's shit! 
Fair There's enough. just one fucking answer to this. He's shit, and he offers nothing on the football pitch. If you offer nothing on the football pitch, fuck off. I'm sick of players who offer nothing on the fucking football pitch, continually playing and staying at this fucking club. You're shit, fuck off. I want decent players. I want them gone. I want them on fire. I want them fucked in a boat and sent back to Brazil. Fuck this good to have around the squad. It's great. Let's have a fucking movie night. Let's have a fucking... Bring them out for popcorn. I don't need, I don't need a fucking mascot gimp in the fucking corner. Let's have around the same room. Put him in a fucking mask. Put him into Mighty Red and send him out on the fucking pitch then, Jamie. I don't need him. I want good footballers. Play with the football. I want him. There's a lot of spirit right there, microphone there, mate. Yeah, right I don't now. fucking care. I'm just sick of... Fuck off! We'll be back Seniors. in a few minutes. So actually, so a rational and reasonable <laughs> debate. Um, if, if, you thought, if you want to, if you want to have um, take it to the corner, take it to the corner. <laughs> if you want to have players around the the team now, like Gerard's back there on a permanent basis, hanging around. So, like, his if Lucas was saying, a year off retirement, I don't think I'd say I have a solution. There. I think we need to get Lucas and we need to get Phil Casey. The two of them need to be lobotomized. There was, <laughs> a podcast, he's a... there was a podcast a couple of months ago. It was Damien Hughes. Um, it was on tour and he spoke about culture and how important a culture is at a football club. Lucas is the closest thing that represents what Liverpool's culture and understands the culture of the club. He can help young players. He has experience. Um whether it's good or bad, whether we've won trophies or not, he's seen a lot of good players come and go, different managers. He understands Liverpool better than probably anyone else at the current club. Now, mm. it's important that you have players like him around the place. There's no one, there's no one else mm. more senior than him now. Yeah. No, no, no. So, to have somebody like him, I don't, look, his game time would be limited. If we can bring in players that are better on the field of play, then absolutely it's time for him to go. But if he didn't go, I still think in and around the club, he has a massive positive impact, not only on the Brazilian lads, who all absolutely adore him. If, he's worth keeping if he just keeps Coutinho there for two more years. Mm. My point is, you need players that glue the, the, the squad together, and he seems that type of player. And as that podcast said from Damien Hughes, the culture is, is the rock with what you build a yeah. successful squad. Well, like, like any, any sort of business guru will talk about culture and organisations yeah. and all that, but what, what, do you, what do you think, what would happen to Liverpool's culture if Lucas went? I don't, I, I don't know which players represent it, though, that's the thing. I don't, but the I don't players, know. but the tea lady, you know, Klopp well, no, and I think the heart, like, trying to build one now, and I think we've got a good togetherness, but yeah. I just don't know. But do you think a fella who's won one trophy in 10 years is, represents anything worth it? I don't think he needs a I don't want a perennial loser, a fella whose who's yeah. best yeah, seasons when we weren't even challenging for Champions That's a culture. That's an interesting That's an interesting point That's where I was going on. Liverpool's culture might be the, the very one thing like you often hear people saying like there's an inherent problem with that club and you know like we're never going to win the league the culture might be what needs to change and, uh, and like I'm always saying sure like makes no sense like they're different players like it's not just because one player isn't able to win it's, it's no reflection of the past going forward like the players are changing all the time the management changed all the time but there is something there and that could be what it the think? culture maybe maybe there's a, a like a a sentimental no, culture me, me like that it's more important the, the, to, to try look it, after to the lads that are around yeah, yeah, go, actually, yeah. I understand Mourinho came act. in and bang you're gone you're gone you're gone yeah. when he was at Chelsea I, think yeah. they, I know they weren't the same level of yeah. club but managers come in and do that they, they, they actually sometimes come in and weed out the people yeah. who are the most senior members because they don't want Lad. the inherent every failure club, every I think, I think, yeah, I think Man United for instance at the moment right they 
they had Ferguson and when they brought in Moyes they were trying to continue on with their culture yeah. and it didn't work and then there's they got no Van place Gaal in. in sentiment for football or in football by sentiment anymore no there's not there's not and yeah. I understand what you're saying about culture and all Jamie but like it doesn't exist like Liverpool's culture 20 years ago was being arrogant tough like full of fucking bastards who God. they wanted to win and we won and Sean, it's 20, 30, 30 now everyone hated us when you under Ferguson everyone hated United Everyone kind of hates Chelsea anyway, but they don't have uh, a culture. City don't have a culture. Having a culture now doesn't guarantee success. Look at Barcelona now. They're skint. Mm. They're out in the bollocks. And all their culture are bringing in true players from La Masia and the fucking four or five years when they were That's blown to European football. Yeah. Uh, uh, I actually think, I think, I think sentiment in football is dead. Yeah. I think with the money that's going around on transfers now, the, the, the soul of the game is gone. And yeah. I just think... To be to win, it's more about money now than ever. And if you can't admit that, well then, like... I don't think there was ever a time when Liverpool were hated or taught upon us bastards, like, from from the, the days I I've ever known. I think if they weren't hated in the 80s, no, no team well, I was. Think, you know I, think, uh, I think, like, my earliest memories of Liverpool, they were like, they played good football. They won a lot of things. Your earliest yeah, memories but we were the you were six. Well, yeah, 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 <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 but... You know, like you, you watched a lot of videos and stuff of the past, and I think, I think Liverpool were respected, and it like there wasn't the, the Chelsea hatred. Like there was, I know, but, you know, but, but there was this. I, I, I firmly believe there was the same level of hatred for Liverpool, and and it's just me guessing, but I can only imagine from rival clubs there was the same amount of hatred for Liverpool back in the eighties as there was for United in the nineties and the early two thousands. and it's still there. No, and you, if you fans, look at if you look fans, at yeah, like there was yeah. lots of trouble in the eighties, like fans bashing each other and all that, mm. and Liverpool would have been one of one of those bunch of fans that everyone fucking hated in that way, but. In terms of the, the football team, like... If you hate it, it proves you being successful. Yeah, yeah well, that's I what know, I'm saying. I, I, I'd be happy for us I to just, be hated yeah. again. I think the whole obsession with culture and football needs to leave. The only place that's kind of really still well, present now is in the likes of South America, Boca Juniors, I think what I was getting at earlier on is if a mid-level Brazilian footballer is required to de- develop the culture of the football club, then... then It's the wrong culture. It's, 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 it's not a bad spot. No, you're taking... I'm not saying that Lucas is what we should be centering our culture around. I'm saying he's probably the only one in the squad at this current time that represents the culture that's been and gone because he's the longest servant mm. player in the... Who else but would, it's, would, it's, would go his, to? His, his, but, this, but my point is, Jamie, what he represents is a decade of failure, mm. of repetitive failure. And the, in the seasons that he was anyway the standout player was the seasons when we didn't even look close look, to Challenge of Do you know what's a perfect example of it at the moment? He's right? inconsistent. You, need to, you, you only have to look now, right, is United fans, when Moyes came in, they hated the football that he played. Mm. They hated the football that Van Gaal played. And they they're love not, Mourinho. They're not loving the football. Mourinho. They love Mourinho, and they'll never admit that his football it's is terrible. But they have a bit. Fair, they we, but they, they understand that. Look, he, we're going to win stuff for him, yeah. so it doesn't fucking matter what Myself football we're playing. And, and they're talking about the United way. They're talking about the United way. We have a lot of friends. Good points, Steve. Thanks for that, Steve. How many friends on the friend count would you have? Would you have more double figures or treble figures? Thanks, Steve. Me and me have a lot of friends. Have you a lot of friends? That's all I have to say tonight. We do. No, sorry. Do you want to say hedge to your friends? You said United fans wouldn't admit it. 
we're coming around. They, they, fellas who, who would admit it. We don't have a yeah. lot of fellas. So yeah, we've a lot of fellas. <laughs> a lot of boyfriends. We've we a lot of boyfriends. Myself and Andy have a lot of boyfriends who would be United fans and would admit that that the football is shite. But their answer will always say, he's a winner. Yeah, he's a proven winner. Angry saunas. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's a, he's a winner. And I think, like, you, you need to just let that go. Like, you know, if fans are hung up on no, that, Sean, you know, Sean, do Sean, I hang up Sean, on the United Sean, hang on a second. Let, let me put, put something, right? If, if Mourinho doesn't win the Europa League and, you know, it don't get Champions League last year, right? There's a lot of disgruntled United fans. But yeah. if, if, fan, if, hang, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Just, just, did, no, no, no. But just, just hear me out on this, right? Yeah. If, 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 he doesn't deliver Champions League football this year, okay? And they don't look like any better than what they did the previous year. They'll be disgruntled fans because Mourinho's thing is a three-year thing. This is year two, and this is the year that he's, he'll expect himself to do something better or do something with the side, okay? But fans will accept shit to poor football if you're winning things. Trumpies, yeah. Liverpool fans, where our thoughts of this, there's a Liverpool way and it's pass and move, many of the fans still accept the horrific fucking football of the Julia era. Right. That's what I'm saying. Am I talking because about? we won trophies season on season on season? We were up there. We challenged for leagues. We were winning the the five trophies and all that type of stuff. And that that to the fans is there, there's something tangible in that. Whereas yeah. once Mourinho isn't winning stuff, he's out the door. And every club he's been at, as soon as he stopped winning stuff, the fans wanted him out the door. Yeah. You only have to look at Rogers. Like if Rogers had a, got us over the line there, he'd probably still be in charge. He probably would have rolled the wave of Liverpool winning the league. Well, Steve made a good point last years. season. He turned around the season just gone and he said, "I just want to be entertained this year. Mm. I just want to watch football that entertains me." Yeah. And, and me personally, I'd rather watch us play brilliant football. Come away from a game going, wow, we were fucking great mm. today. Then scumming a one nil away win, and Wait, we've had a deflected shots and and going on to win. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you me, have. Lads, to, I don't I, think you have to be one or the other. As I take being dog shy for thirty eight games and being able to brag about winning trophies at the end of the day. Right. Right. Here's, the, here's the thing that that's I said that, last no, honestly, if it's the league, I would yeah, take I a season of league, dogged yeah. wins to win the league because it's been so elusive to us. To win a League Cup or an FA Cup, I couldn't give a shit about them. I couldn't. Yeah. And I stand over that again this season. I will take 40-odd games this season, every weekend, enjoying watching it. Even if we lose, if we're going to be playing the right way, mm. I will take that, enjoying my football, rather than getting that one day out. And I've had plenty of days out in Wembley over the last few years. Most of our cup finals I've been at. And they live with you for a little while, but unless it's in Istanbul, they don't actually live with you. For, I, don't, I don't have amazing memories of being in fucking Wembley when we beat Cardiff you know what I mean yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. to Kenny's trophy or the, the Gerrard last minute goal I was at in, in, in the Millennium Stadium for that but that's amazing because he scores that last minute goal not because we won that trophy mm. you know what I mean it's the memory of what happened with that that's amazing so for me the actual excitement of the game is more important or, or multiple amounts of games is more exciting than mm. just so what did your United mates say then? Were they happy with the... No, they, no. they weren't happy with the football, but they said there's trophies at the end of it. And, and their hope is now that he will bring in the players to improve. They know the type of football he plays at every club he goes to. So mm. they're not expecting some sort of Guardiola type type football. But well, there's definitely, there's definitely been a change in Mourinho's approach. Like he's not, he's not complete bastard football with United. No. But he then has he wasn't been, that way with Chelsea either at the start. No, not at the start, but like since then... So he's not having it all his own way. He never really tried you before, and he's had to deal with that United. Yeah. So we're seeing we're seeing a quite a few differences. He's growing as a manager as well at a club like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that that demands certain things without. So he went to Real and they demand certain things, but their president 
runs the show you know what I mean so yeah. he has the, the ability to run things at United but they have yeah. certain expectations I think when you come into a, when you come into a club like somebody's left there to, to hand over the reins and tell you what, yeah. what's expected and Klopp would have had a brief there you go like Madrid, Madrid is probably the only club where you, if you play dog show football and win trophies you're going to get fucked out anyway yeah, no matter yeah. who's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. look at look at Del Bosque at the start of, of the nineties. That's right? a luxury they have. Yeah, like you're just your name just isn't big enough for it. You've, manager, won, you've won like two Champions League for us and the league. Ancelotti won a decimal and got sacked. Didn't yeah. He? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mourinho done fuck all. Got out the door. Do you know, like, and it, Zidane. That's as proper much, culture. As much as they love Zidane and the whole and the He's club under loves pressure. Zidane. But what are they actually clambering for? Like you know what I mean? You've seen people come in and, and, and win perfect the lots football. And they're just never happy. You yeah. know. When when and Barcelona were doing the whole Barcelona, we bring up our own players and the whole lot. They want that, right? Then when then when they actually overcome that and win the Champions League for the tenth time, and Bar- the, the massive Rastos thing is, isn't working thing. as great now. It's like, well, we want the same football as Barcelona, but we're not worried about the academy bit. So we we want somebody now to play glorious football. But even down like Madrid now is starting to change that tune a little bit because mm. they they but they're buying a lot of Spanish youngsters. They bought Asensio. They bought but they've they've but Sean they've always done it like yeah. traditionally Madrid have always had this. Buyback so, clause so, and so, always yeah bought four or five superstars and then brought a load of young up and coming Spanish players and in the hope that they take that one them. or two comes through for them and then they'll sell on three or four back to the they'll Spanish clubs them back to the, the big back. Spanish clubs like the, but look the, at Yara, Yara Mendy. yeah yeah uh, don't get me started <laughs> <laughs> but the thing and I've said this before <laughs> um, the thing with Klopp actually that I'll be disappointed in him is he made a very public uh, statement about how he gives all players 12-month contracts. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter how long their actual contract is. He gives them a 12-month contract, and at the end of that, if he doesn't feel they've been up to it, they're shipped out and he replaces them. And I don't think he's done that so far, being truthful. I think there's been plenty of places where you'd look and say, that player's only been average, or they haven't lived up to expectations. Yet he seemed reluctant loyal, to... Loyal. to he seemed overly loyal. Yeah. And whilst loyalty is commendable in a manager and it's how you get the respect of your players, etc., etc., then don't come out and say something about which, how... Which players do you have in mind now when you think about that? Lucas is, a, is well, an example. Well, that, that all depends. That all depends Simon on Simon Mignolet right. or, or, you know, let me... You know, Divock Origi. I'm just using them and I'm not saying yeah. they should all be shipped out, but I'm saying... They, there's a lot of players there that could be under more... Boy, that, that, all, that, all depends. That, that, that all depends on what the standard he sets is and what he's asked them to do if they're all doing what is asked and what's expected of them well then plus he's in a building phase and that's if he's Mm. trying to build not to go on about culture again but if you're trying to build a team and get people to buy into to go on about culture because if he 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 now has to build a different culture because the culture he had had to have a foundation and he had to say look if you work for me you stay for me and you get me to point from point A to point B we're now at point B so I'd expect him to be more ruthless now so this is the not this summer now and I know what always seems in like the next as, 18 uh, months. Yeah. I, I think in the next 12 months I think next summer and it's always with Liverpool fans oh next year next year whatever but next summer is when I would expect if we yet again which is what my aim for this season again is top four finish yeah. I'd take it right now if I got attractive football in the top four finish again I want us to be seen as a regular in the Champions League yeah. not just a one off who do you think is letting down Plenty of players, like probably, probably, probably but that, everyone. Moreno, I think, I think he gave, I think he had great faith in Moreno at the start yeah. and thought he was going to bring him through, right? And I think he even gave him a chance at the start of the last season. Where I know Milner had picked up an injury, but he put him in in, in the Arsenal game yeah. and started him there. And all, you could almost see in his head saying, "Fucking hell, we've done a whole preseason. I've been in his ear nonstop since I've come into the club." 
and I'm still getting the same. Yeah. And I think, I think in, his, in his own mind, he, he can see the talent Moreno has, yeah, yeah. and it's driving him mad that he can't get that level of intelligence that he wants out of that player. Because I think, I think, he, has been, I think Origi I think he let him down been, last I think season. he has been ruthless enough. Like, there was the Moreno, there was Sacco, um, Mig was playing all right, and then Carrius got fit, and he just dropped him straight away because mm. Mig didn't do what he wanted to do, yeah. do the previous season. Mm. Now he is doing it. I think uh, Emery Chan probably suffered a little bit of it as well. Like You've they, got to be very careful as a manager when to do that, though. And I think yeah. the Sacco one was the right one because he had to set a tone pre-season you we have standards and if you fall below those standards mm. you're gone so it was kind of the perfect time yeah. to do it but then at the same time he's got a box clever because one you know one person one day who is out of favor he may need to rely on yeah. in two three oh, four no, listen, you're, you're, not, yeah, the thing you're in that situation at every level nobody's of made but no, L- nobody's L- made club look a gobshite yeah, yeah, L- L- favor L farm is is like acceptable in football yeah. like yeah. that's that's natural like they're humans but as long as they're doing what's being asked Mm. Like if no, you're it's not a fair, put, it's a fair show. Like, and I don't think I don't think there's As being a squad, too many players. Like, up, they're hitting objectives. Moreno mustn't be doing what he was being told to do. But this and is what I think it's such a sliding doors moment for us as a club now because I think, and we touched on it in previous pods, we've kind of gambled as a club to get into top four on a bit of a budget, yeah, not spending big, um, trusting probably overly trusting the players in the squad. Mm-hmm. Get me to point B. We're at point B now. What do we do? Do we kick on? Phil was touching on it before the pod. He doesn't want to see us blow another chance where we've got Champions League mm. there. He wants to see us spend big. I, I personally think we'll spend big, but then you probably won't see much change out of us then for another two, no, two three windows. Again, see, that's, that's, that's not what I was saying. I was saying I wanted to see us sign the right player. My, my bit was I can't judge this transfer window. People are already judging the transfer no, window. Can't. I can't judge the transfer window till September the 1st. But I will say to you, if we haven't signed at least five players, and I mean five first-team-ready five pl- players by September the 1st, that's better than what we had last season, mm. then in my mind, the transfer window has been a failure. Because we can't, we're going into a season where we want to handle Champions League football and continue to do what we did last season if not better, to make sure we don't have to do a, go through a qualifier, right? Mm. That's going to need a bigger squad. Mm. And to me, that's where I'm down to the point where we didn't have to negotiate European football last year to get Champions League. We started off in a great start to the season. While other teams were get, going through the rounds in Europe, we were getting weeks breaks and we were going in and blah, 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 and all that type of stuff. This season, he's going to have to rotate the squad because mm. the Christmas period is going to be the whole season. Yeah. Even if we don't get into the Champions League and it was the Europa League, let's say, it's still going to be the same. The Christmas period where we're playing Wednesday, Sunday, yeah. Wednesday, Crippled Sunday, Wednesday, year. Sunday, which destroyed that team for two months. For January and February, that team was on its knees. No matter what he did, there just was no energy levels left in that team, right? Mm. That's going to be from the start of August. That's when the league starts, that's going to be the Liverpool week in, week out, and he needs a squad of 30 players. He doesn't need a squad of 20 players or 22. He's going to need a squad of 30 players to manage that across so, the So let me season. flip it back on you then. So you've said five, right? So m- me personally, I, I think if we were to say the key areas that we needed to address, it would be, I think everyone's in agreement. Centre midfield, uh, centre back, sorry, a pacey winger to either cover for Mane or play with Mane because when Mane fell out the team we, mm-hmm. we lacked any type of, uh, of pace so you'd say centre-back Pacey Wideman for me two centre-backs yeah mm. two centre-backs yeah, we're talking prior because you're not going to go into this and go a priority is two centre-backs we're not going to avoid two centre-backs do you know what I said at the end of last season I said our priority going into that window has to be a left-back and two centre-backs at the next position so, after that, so on five in that order this is what I'm saying if you're a club and obviously you're still going to try and work to a framework of a budget you're not going to start that list of five and say I'm going to go and buy two centre-backs you're going to go I'm going to go all in on a top centre-back 
I'm going to go all in on top centre midfielder. I'm going to go all in on a top winger. And then, based on who we sell, how much we've spent, I'd look at a left back, possibly Robinson for 12 million. For me, would be a good I, bit of I, business. Th- this is my point, Jamie. I, I, it's not that then I look at when I sell a few to see what it is. I'm saying to you, five, we needed five players. Get your business done now we and then worry about sales. Do you not think that whatever Robins... happens with the sales happens with the sales. Yeah, no, when, when I, I was just talking to a friend, journalist and internet sensation, James Pierce there a few minutes ago. <laughs> and um, he, was, he was saying that you can't, like for him, you can't go into the season with Clavin as your third choice mm-hmm. centre half. Yeah. Because the first two that are there... Are going. To, they've they've continuously the had in yeah they've <laughs> continuously had injury problems yep. and with the amount of games we're adding another whatever amount of games on regardless of whether we get Europa at or Champions 10, League at least ten yeah so it's ten more games it's highly unlikely to be fair fucking Lovren needed oxygen more times last season than a Justin Bieber concert yep. and fucking <laughs> Matip Matip was fucking <laughs> out yeah. half the time as well you know what I mean so yep. from that point of view you need so I, I believe we need a Van Dyke and somebody under the other two so that Clavin becomes your fifth choice centre half. And if you want to shift them on and hope that Gomez is decent or you want to keep him around mm. for a season, fine. But I agree with you on the two centre But Clavin is capable enough to come into a, a League Cup match or whatever. Yeah. I think I, what, I agree what, with what you're saying, Phil, but with the five starters. But then again, we five players who are going to come into the fourth team were not going to buy four or five 30, 40 million well, players. Sean, and Sean, and, and, and saying I assigned the right about the money. And I assigned the right player. Matchup was for free. But it's even harder yeah. now. He won't, yeah. go, he won't go buying loads of centre backs, especially if Gomez stays. But do you not think of Robinson, if you look at it on paper, look at Milner, where's he weak? Right, so for one, he's always caught. He can't stand up. Jay, Jay, right, no, no, let me finish. Let me finish. Now right? we're talking about individual players. Milner's going to play loads saying, of listen, football. Listen to me. Listen, listen to me. He plays for Hull. Hang on a second. He plays for Hull. It's July. 12th. Oh, no, okay, okay. I know where you're getting at. It's if July we 12th. want him, get a fucking done. If, if yeah. we wanted him, right, I don't want to sign Robertson on August the 4th. We're already back in pre-season training about to embark on our tour. That'll be done the next few yeah, days. Yeah, though. That, that then, to me should be done. But then how do you know that it's they haven't looked at it and said, we know we can get Robinson for 12 million, which gives us an extra 15 to push for Chiesa? They must have But a... then, well, his point is then, why, why isn't he signed already? He plays for a whole who've been relegated. Yeah, but he's he's they probably has been done. Not much happened last month because Lads, everyone's on the, holidays. It's the fucking, it's the 10th of July. It's, it's when everyone's it's it's appeared again. It's just, you know, well, just, 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 just on that, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just on that, right? Just, just, and I put it in the WhatsApp group today. We have not signed the player and any summer transfer window for the last three years after July 22nd. Yeah, but don't be breathing. But, yeah, season's about to but, that, but, but, but hang on a second. Hang on a second. I'm saying to you, it's unlikely we're going to do all our business after July 22nd. It but is. It's likely. If you're buying... What's three years, man? Like, Phil, if one of them was, was Klopp's first summer. Phil, these big deals take time. Like they, These are going to drag on. There's so many stipulations about them both. Leipzig don't, want, Leipzig don't want to sell. And if it's it, not going to happen. So right, maybe it doesn't. But if it does happen, if it does happen, it's going to be late in the window. Van Dijk, same thing. It's the 11th of July. Well, James actually reckons that the Kieta, uh, Kieta, Kieta transfer Kieta. is actually at this point more likely than the Van Dijk one. I don't disagree with him. I'd say trip is exclusive. I, and, and, and I don't think you'll have to listen to the interview to hear the rest of what I, I just. I just don't. <laughs> my point is, we need five players to start, and that's a successful window on September the fourth, right? And, and and it's not about fuming now about who we have or who we haven't. I'm saying to you, for us to do business, if it took us four weeks to get the Salah deal over the line, but right? hey, the the thing is, like you're cutting me off. 
Listen to me. Do it to me, but we can't do it to Phil. The fucking, the fucking Phil Taylorship. I'll help Phil out here. He's had about two hours, Kip, because the baby's been giving it. He's a little bit short-tempered here. Just let him have his moments. Go on, Phil. We go to Sean's house. <laughs> <Have> <laughs> <a> <laughs> <little> <laughs> you come into Sean's gaff and you start drawing your weight around. Yeah. Give it an hour's time, he'll be back living under the but bar. We keep, my point is, every season we make an excuse. Yeah? Mm. Every season we make an excuse. This year now we're talking about, well, you know, we, we sign one or two and then we see what the sales are like and we sign another it's couple. Business. Oh, we don't, though. We don't know what's wrong with last summer. What was wrong with it? Are you not arguing with yourself? No, Are you not arguing with yourself? You're saying... We haven't done our business by now. And if we want people to get them in, and we've not signed players after July 22nd, but I won't judge this window until the 1st of September. No, exactly. <laughs> no, Stephen, <laughs> the, the, the main trust yeah, is right, that we need, we need five players. Yeah. And I don't see us being linked with five players. And yeah, listen, we didn't see ourselves being linked with Ronaldo last season, and it happened like that. Because you were having two players. Because well, you well, the two big ones, the two, two big ones, as you know, are Van Dijk and, and uh, Naby Kijeta. And Sal. And he's done, right? A lot's going to depend on how much money we actually do or don't pay on them two boys. So you might see... But it shouldn't. But I yeah, know what you're saying, things but can happen economics. A lot, things can happen a lot quicker. Uh, once they're sort to do they are big money signs it's a big transaction it's a lot of fucking cash and when that happens then you, you might see a what couple happens? of I, mean, I don't think it's even the cash I think it's it requires a huge amount of, of, of delicate negotiation for them because we because one club desperately doesn't want to sell and the other club really really doesn't want to sell to us yeah. so so that becomes really sensitive yeah. transfer dealing so I know what you're saying so, the, maybe the other deals they've spoken to the clubs the clubs have said yeah listen in principle you know, yeah. we can do something there. There's no fucking, there's no doubt about it. Klopp has been meeting with players since yeah. March or April or something like that. He said it himself though in an interview. He's like, I've got, to, I've got to make some phone calls now. But didn't he say? Yeah, he said the other day that there's work being done behind the scenes. Yeah, just because it doesn't show up in the newspaper doesn't mean it's not being so, worked on. And his his whole his whole philosophy is about it, like they have to want to play for the club. So he probably has a few players out there who are really, really like hoping that Liverpool get a business so we can get their move going. Yeah. I'd imagine there's a lot of people more desperate to play for Liverpool than it is desperate for us to, for for us to get up. them. So it's it's going to depend on the tricky deals and Naby Keita and fucking Van Dijk are very difficult deals. But it could all kick off now next week. They're all back from the holidays. I, I actually don't and think... And both, both them players haven't been featured in their club promos. I actually don't think that so they're, on, they're on the verge of moving. Yeah. I don't think he thinks we need that many players as well. I know it's probably not a popular I, thing to I say. I think that's fucking very naive if he thinks that. Because yeah, but and that goes back to but my then, point. But then this is a guy who chose not to buy a left back we before were, James Milner. Yeah, and, he, Jay, but that, and that looked great for the four or six months of last season. But he's fucking very naive if he goes into it because like, he... It crippled us last year, not born in January. Yeah. I don't, and I know it's, no, I know the players aren't available, and you have to spend my money. But that crippled us. That eight weeks nearly killed their season. If we had to finish fifth, we would have been going fucking mad about that eight weeks. Now. But he couldn't well, get. Sean, you know he couldn't I mean? get. He said himself, the ter- the people they wanted weren't available. Why does he? Why would he buy a player I know, to just, only have to manage just him to back shoe, out of the club? Him in by six months. I understand that. He doesn't want to do I that. I understand that. He doesn't but, want to do that, and he co- and it, that's why he did. Like I don't well, believe he's a lawyer for FSG. No, but we're playing an extra ten games next year, say right? Yeah. 
And if we only sign four players, we're still short. We've but you know what? You know what? That's what Phil's point is. Though. We've already signed. We've already signed a, a decent backup striker. Solanke no, sorry, sorry. I'm not. I'm not Solanke, I'm not having doesn't, Solanke. Count Solanke doesn't count. Solanke doesn't count. Solanke is an okay, under twenty three so, player, and that's when when he was yeah. when he was first talked about. It was it was an under twenty three player who potentially moves into first team yeah, recognition. He's got to move ahead of uh, Cockwood Bourne and the Peckinall. So let's look Benny at that. But that means he's behind Origi storage. No, me, I'd, no. Say Arie, um, I'd say Arie So let's realistically look at it then. So Salah's come in, he's going to start. One. Right? So then you're looking at it and you're going to say, okay, if we bring in a top centre-back, whether it's Van Dijk or not, we're going to bring in a top centre-back, you'd assume. Right? There's two. I think Oxlade-Chamberlain comes in. That's three. No, and it's not. He's... That's not three because he doesn't shift anybody out of the doesn't first shift 11. anyone out of no, the first no, level. No, but that's not... what he said about first but, he said... But, lads, you look at last season. We're bringing Ben Woodburn on in games. You're telling me that Oxlade-Chamberlain comes on and doesn't make a difference from the bench. Not like, let I'm me saying. finish. And then also certain games when we've looked turgid in midfield, slow, lethargic. He doesn't do anything. If he plays in the middle, doesn't has, do anything. How doesn't he? He's not good enough. In what sense? He's not a centre midfielder. He's better than Ben Woodburn, right? But that isn't the standard that I set for our signings no, this summer. No, but we're talking about so, having so a squad. So, so we, I understand about having a squad, yeah, but my point, of, of, and this has I been think, my point on this podcast since the fucking first, very second yeah. podcast. So it wasn't there for the first. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> went down since you. Um, I know. So, so no, my it's point has always been, my point has always been, fucking sign players at least as good, if not better yeah. than what you already have, like, and let the people who are there drop or a out. Difference. The, what the point or that, a difference. The, we're, we're talking about, you made the point of Lorente to Chelsea the other day. He's not better than what they have, but he's different. Oxlade-Chamberlain is different to what we have. I think what the lads are saying is, instead of looking to replace Woodbourne in the squad, why not replace, why not move Lalana out of Force 11? Why not bring in a player who's going to move Voinaldum out of Force 11? Lalana out of Force 11. I'll tell you what, I'll tell like you why, that, that I'll tell you why, because Klopp isn't mad like a fan. He, he rates these players. Despite popular belief on Twitter, he likes Lalani. He likes Lovren. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that you bad player. No. You know, if you I'm are saying, Sean, Sean's not saying that. I'm not saying, I'm not saying Lalana is a bad player and I'm not saying Lovren's a bad player. He's not, not even s- saying get rid of those specific players. I'm not players. saying not get rid of them. No. I'm saying in, bring a player up a higher level. Yeah. Like someone... Okay. Yeah, but, but so you go... So you go... Who's going to go another level? If you go another level... Put it this way, right? No, but put it this way, Jamie. If Keita comes in, right... Lalana of Wijnaldum is missing out. I have no problem with that. Or and I'm Henderson not gonna go, Chan. I'm not going to go crying on Twitter no. saying, what do we do with him? What do we do but with him? No, that's, that's just, that's just the way it is. Chan is going to miss out because he's going to be at Juve anyway. Voices, 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 voices. That's great. That's all well and good. And who could disagree with you? Buy better players than the ones you have. Buy better players than your top players. Yeah, You know, like everybody, everybody's upgradable, right? Okay. But I don't think Klopp has it in his head that he needs to bin Lalana, he needs to bin Lover. No one's saying bin them. But no one's saying yeah, that. But, but you can't you can't just buy a player for you can't every signing can't be better than Lalana. Like a better than Lalana player is gonna be like if he has to buy five better than Lalana, okay, so, so let's, let's go back to let's go back to Oxlade Chamberlain then for a second. Yeah. Okay. Where in that midfield three does he play? Which position? Okay, but no, no, no. Not, I want to. I want to have this conversation plan, with. But that may not be but, the plan for Chamberlain. Van Dijk is a starter. What's, what's the plan Navi for, for will be a starter. I, I don't think Salah is a starter. You can't buy seven starters. You nobody's saying three. Nobody is, say, nobody is saying that. I, I'm saying, and I'll go back to the very point. We need we need five players that goes into the first team. 
I'm not saying they always stay in the fourth team, but you but, need five better than no what's there. There's no such thing now as a, as a best 11. I didn't say best 11, Jay. Jay, Jay, I didn't say best 11. Over people there, I said you know, five yeah. into the first 11. That means that they will, they will come out and you can put the lads who have missed out the first time around back in. I'm, that's how, and it's, it's the argument that Stephen put, it's the argument that Damien's put over and over again on this. When you sign a player, when you go, if you are going out to sign four players, say it's four players, mm. you sign four better than what you have. Mm. Oxlade Chamberlain is not better than better what we or have. Different. It no, he have to be but better. But he's not, okay, he's not even good he's, 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 he's still starting standard. Okay, when he's starting standard to play for Arsenal. He plays some games for yeah. us centre midfield yeah. to a very good level. Okay, and that, Jay, that is better than what in, we have now. Where in that three does he play? Against certain teams. No, answer In the three that we play, in the formation that we in, play. In, a, in an eight, I'd say. I wouldn't have it. He could play either. He could play the furthest forward. He could play, not the deepest. He could play the eight. I think, yeah. He could no, do either of those I roles. Think, I, and against the teams where you sit deep. I think the link with Chamberlain, I think why he's more attractive to Klopp than most others is that he's versatile. Yeah, like this, if we're missing, if we're missing a wide forward, you can put him out wide forward. You can put him if when Alan goes out, he'll do nothing. You he, can throw him in. No, no, you can, you can say that. You can say that he'll do nothing. But that's calm down. He offers up. He offers up different if shades. Play as wing well. back, if we play, play wing yeah, back, exactly. So, so we see, played. I can see why we would. If we, so if we had a tr- if he had a stage short of season. So we had a stage. Uh, being an England international is nothing. nothing. They're yeah. shit. Yeah. International the, the football only is country, The only country that rates England internationals is England. Every other country thinks England internationals no, like, are just I don't like it. No, media, I'm no, just no, saying he's an international this is, footballer. This is, yeah, but so is So is Skirtle. Listen, and so Lucas. is Johnny Walters. Clavin is the captain of Estonia. Johnny Walters would be fucking more of something different than fucking... That's I'm actually... I'm making a thing. Fuck, he's just signed for Burnley. He's just signed for Burnley. We should go and pay them twice what they paid get John Walters instead of Oxlade can Chamberlain can I be a bit of a mediator here no because I don't yeah, I don't ma- I could take or leave Chamberlain if we sign him I'll be happy if we don't sign him I couldn't give a fuck yeah. he does offer he does offer an awful lot he's a, he's a good utility he's a good modern utility player he's not just like he's a 23 he's not year old just James someone, Milner he's not just someone we made Come a utility player he's got more ability than, than yeah, James exactly. Milner yeah exactly and, and that, that, there you go second, there I'm you not talking about James Steve Milner right now I said he's a 23 he's got a high ceiling yeah, yeah, he's got a uh, <laughs> stable, stable. He's got, he's got, he's got a lot of pace. Yeah, you know, he's a good walker. He, it's so did Jordan Ibe. He couldn't use it. He couldn't do yeah, anything with it. Chamberlain doesn't run balls out yeah. play all the Chamberlain time. Chamberlain has no end product. So if he has no end product, what are you putting him in the front three for? Okay, and if he can't do a job in midfield better than the fucking six midfielders we have there, then seven. he's a seventh choice midfielder. He's not okay, so we're gonna have twenty five. We're gonna have injuries. We're gonna have suspensions. We're gonna have midfield for us last year. I'd rather fucking Ovi Jerry yeah. get a game than fucking Oxlade Chamberlain. There's a chance. There's a chance. He's right? the midfielder, Steve. There's every chance. There's every chance we have trouble at the back next year again, right? That whatever. Just find him centre back. We buy now. We have. We buy Van Dyke, and it's just not happening. And we go three at the back. What happened? And we go three at the back. Yeah. Well, Chamberlain is a better right wing back than Klein. Sure, and as well, open oh, the sense. Oh, and what about Trent Alexander-Arnold? What does that do for it's his further, chances? We've got a lot of games. We've just been saying we're good. Yeah, yeah, but so, so then Klein becomes third choice. Oh, Trent Alexander's got, third choice got right, competition no, for your places. third choice right back doesn't get in. And if you think that Oxley Chamberlain is signing to be a fucking utility right back, he's not going to be. You know, he's not going to be a right back. He he's not a right wing back. Actually, I'm going to decide to not continue this argument anymore because Oxley Chamberlain is just going to sign an extension at Arsenal, and he's going to be there on the fucking first of September, and all this fucking. 
the real this is like this is fight nights this is fight nights you know you know when you know when certain you know when certain links are not just bullshit twitter talk bullshit twitter talk uh, speculation comes and goes overnight you spend a week talking about it Chamberlain's real Van Dijk is real Emery Chan is real Salah is real is absolutely as real no, as Oxlade Chamberlain to, now to Liverpool is. They said they want Matuidi now, so. Hang on, they, they've said they want five players during this window. I don't believe any of it. Yeah. Ch- Emery Chan is on the last year of his contract, okay? So you're Oxlade Chamberlain and you are interested in pe- possibly going to Liverpool because it gives you a good chance as a bargaining chip with Arsenal to get actually what you want as your contract where you're quite happy and living and playing football, okay? Emery Chan is being courted by a Champions League, two-year on-the-bounce Champions League finalist and a perennial Serie A winner. Does they he get in the win- team? Who's to say? He gets in the team as much as Oxley Chamberlain <coughs> gets can in I, our team. Can I just make okay, a okay, point? Okay, okay. Just to finish Oxley Chamberlain. I'm wrapping this. I'm wrapping this because this has been a proper fight night at this stage, right? So it was started, off, started off as a happy happy periscope. Oh, into we a, want a fight night. <laughs> but before we do, um, I just want to say a, a very sad story about Badastuta. He's, he's, he's in bits. What? Basically, Badastuta asked for his legs to be amputated last year. He's in so much pain with them. And uh, they did an operation to relieve tendon and cartilage strain. And he's, is this uh, a true story? This is a true yeah, story. Yeah, so what's happened there is Phil has not listened to any of our thing and has read a story about Batistuta while we were having a discussion and then just decided to go on a They cannot make an announcement to the world. By the time people listen to this, they'll have all read this shite. By the time people listen to this, we'll have melted Lucas down and using his legs and giving them to Batistuta. Batistuta said he doesn't want Lucas's legs. He said, I'll keep these with that. I'll take a wheelchair instead. Have served them well. They have. Well, he, said he, said, he said, "Well, <laughs> he said, chop them off." Forty he said, years of age. I'm done with these. Yeah. Get me my wheels. Yeah. <laughs> he said, <laughs> "Serve me well." You know. He said, send, <laughs> them to, "Send them to Andy because if he has these, he's not a cannibal." Because I've asked yeah. him to be chopped off. There's and no he can point have a taste in having big, muscly legs if you can't play football anymore. He's no. going to be boy pee. They're only he wants to walk. They're only getting in the way. Or get upstairs. Just, just, just one question, and it was, was actually mob, it, it was due. For, it was actually due to, to James Pierce. But in case you missed it, one, one question we close on this: How many nipples do you have, Stephen? Uh, me, I yeah. just have the standard two. To two. Be honest, I have three, actually. Funny enough, <laughs> I do have a little small yoke on there. Give us a look. Give us a look at your nubbin. It's not, it's that's just cancer. Give us a look at your nubbin. <laughs> that's just cancer. Fucking <laughs> 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 oh, hell, Mother of Jesus. Sean's getting rid of his nipples. Sean's <laughs> <laughs> sending his nipples. loses his leg and Sean loses his tits all in the same night. <laughs> I'm melted down nipples. and give him little nubs off of it. <laughs> you look Jack Sparrow, you will, Your Honour. Jay, you're very quiet there. How many nipples do you have? Uh, just the regular two. Small you, uh, ones. Any nipple rings? No. No? Too small. You wouldn't get a... Mikatarian was, was noticed. Remember on, this, on the picture where he's pregnant? It turns out that people noticed he got his nipple pierced over the summertime. It's not going well, appreciate it. That is things, that is something what, that someone does when If he wasn't making it at United, there's a player that'll go somewhere else for not big money and do well. What would you be doing getting your nipple pierced? If he wasn't making it at United, maybe you Maybe it well, increases you the erogenous zone and you like your missus flicking it with her tongue when she's, you know, banging away up on top. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing it I'll out I'll there. Tell you or, perhaps, the or perhaps 
you just look like to look, you know, like you're in 1996. I have to say now, if I was playing against them next year, right, and, and this any Liverpool defender oh, listen to this, nipple, right? Nipple flicker, a grab twist. the fuck over and try reef the bar over Jordan the match, right? And no, just, just you know when you're putting the jerseys, yeah. dig in, grow your nails the week before the United game, and as soon as Mkhitaryan's anywhere around you, grab it and grab the fucking thing out. I'd imagine he might just take it out. Yeah, if you didn't know for me, now it's where you'd have the two nipples pierced and a Prince Albert. And on that, lads, that fella'd have a fucking bolt in the perineum by the looks of him. Yeah. <laughs> Everything <laughs> doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Everything steel rod through the japs. I am all outside. Any trip? Right, so that's the pod. Um, you'll hear there's only one voice left because we've just been there's, there's well, there's not. We're all still here. I've just turned the mics off for everyone else. They're still <laughs> still shouting at each other in the background. I've had to walk into a different room to do it. So uh, anyway, big thanks to our sponsor tonight. Of course, it was Optimum Nutrition, and it was also uh, Fiery Boat Trips to Brazil. Lucas and um, next week on the pod we're going to have somebody else and uh, that's basically it so thanks for listening if you have any suggestions to improve the pod don't bother tweeting us we don't fucking listen to you anyway um, just uh, and uh, also your trippers chats questions uh, they were pretty shit so we could only use one of them in the end so uh, anyway thanks for all that stuff oh and all our Facebook friends keep following us on Facebook it's much better fun over there Twitter's a lot of bollocks um, and just uh, follow us on Facebook and if you want to annoy Jamie Dave Hendrick if you're listening um, get onto Facebook and use one of your fake profiles there and you can <laughs> pretend to be his friend alright so uh, that's the podcast uh, it was Andy Jay Sean Steve and myself okay so you can only God bless see you next week Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get auto alarm rates as slow as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Podcast Network.